Praise the Lord. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. And and uh, I'm kind of old school here, so I still read out of my Bible. And I don't uh, I don't have all the accolades on my phone. And <laughs> so, praise the Lord. Amen. Are you happy to be here today? Amen. Well, stand with me if you would for a moment. We'll read a scripture and then I'll let you sit down. And such good company here. Amen. I feel good to be in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I missed some, but it's glad. It's just good to see you. I'm sorry I missed you, Brother Kyle, on Wednesday. I had to work, brother. Amen. So, uh, amen. But I hear was very good. So, praise the Lord. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. We'll read a scripture here. I've reached that age where I finally got to put these cheaters on, so hallelujah, amen, Romans 12 and 3, oh, amen, for I say, through the grace of given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. You may be seated today. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got it. Amen. Turn to your other neighbor across the way, point to them and say, you got it too. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God has given every man a measure of faith. Amen. And so I also want to go to Genesis chapter 8, verses 18 through uh, 21. Some of these, I'll just walk through them and paraphrase some of these scriptures. But uh, this is where Noah uh, was just getting off the boat, I guess, after God had wiped everything clean. And and uh, I don't know how, about how you imagine things or what your imagination is like, but I think uh, when he got off that boat, the devastation. Uh, I, I, obviously, we've never seen the the destruction of an atom bomb, perhaps, but maybe on TV or somewhere you've seen the destruction of it. But I can imagine that Noah, when he finally got off the boat and looked all around and the devastation, the trees were falling and wiped out. The crops were all gone. There were no crops. And so I, I thought, what does Noah do when he gets out and sees the devastation uh, that just happened? And uh, so in verse 18, we'll begin it says, And Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his son's wife with him. Amen. And I'm not there, so I'm going to, Every beast, every creeping thing, every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds went forth out of the ark. Here he releases everything out of the ark. And Noah built an altar. Get this now. Noah builds an altar unto the Lord and took every clean beast and, and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings unto the altar. Amen. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man's hearts is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore every living thing. 
Can you say praise the Lord? There's something about that what Noah did, amen, when he stepped out of that boat and seen all the devastation there. And, and, and he was just, uh, uh, just devastating, flabbergasting. He thought, what do I do? Now, I don't know what you would do. I'm not sure what I would do. But this is what Noah did. Amen. He builds himself an ark. And as he does this, I don't know where God was doing at the time, but the Bible said that the Lord smelled a sweet-smelling savor. Mm. Oh, I, 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 sometimes when I get up, I, and again, uh, forgive me for my imagination, but sometimes when I get up in the morning, Oh, yeah, you know, and you smell that smell. You know you smell it too. Oh, the coffee is brewing, and you smell it, and the bacon is frying. Oh, my. All of a sudden, uh, all of your senses come alive. Amen. There's something about smelling those sweet things, those wonderful things. Amen. This is what God did. Amen. God smelled something. Amen. It was Noah's faith on fire. Amen. I want to preach to you a little bit here this morning. Faith on fire. Amen. Noah's faith was on fire for God. Amen. He looked around and said, my word, what kind of a God? God is this that would destroy everything. I'm just going to offer up a sacrifice or a little bit of worship to the Lord. Amen. And the Lord smelled it. Amen. Come on, imagine with me the Lord smelling that. Amen. Wow. What a, what a miraculous thing. Now, I looked up, uh, oh, you'll have to forgive me. I looked up online here. Amen. The top 30 smells in the world. Amen. Now, I'm presenting the question to you because uh, you, you can't imagine some of these answers here. <laughs> Amen. But I'll give you some of them. The number one smell in the world, according to Cosmopolitan magazine. Now, others might have a different opinion. But Cosmopolitan says the number one smell in the world is fresh cookies being baked in the oven. Oh, my. Hey, man, we can all imagine, can't we? Hey, man, I don't know, peanut butter cookies, chocolate chip cookies, whatever it is. Number two, hey, man, melting chocolate. Mm, I don't know, you know, hey. Oh, yeah, bacon is another one, number six. How about grass, uh, fresh cut grass after you just get done mowing the lawn? Now, I'm like this. I get out on the lawnmower, and I love mowing grass. So after I get the grass all cut and it's all mowed, oh, this brother Gavin, he knows what I'm talking about. You just cut that fresh grass. Now, this is what I do, but I get my cup of coffee, and I go out there and just sit there on my chair and smell that fresh grass. Oh, it smells so good to me. Amen. Maybe not to you, but to me. Another one for me, but it's not on the list, is when the farmer goes out and he, he cuts that field, the fresh cut plow of the dirt. And you're now, I used to do this on my motorcycle, but I go out and ride in the countryside and those farmers are cutting in that dirt and that fresh smell of that dirt. Now, you know, to somebody, it might not do anything for you, but for me, that was something for me. Amen. Some of the other ones is coconut. Amen. Pizza. How about that one? Oh, my word. Fresh pizza in the oven or just delivered. Oh, my word. Let's sit down and have something to eat. Now y'all going to get hungry on me here and want to shut me down in a minute. <laughs> Amen. Oranges is another one. How about that? Vanilla. 
the fresh air after a good rain. Oh, my word, don't that smell good. Now, I'm just giving you these examples because there's something that God saw in Noah's faith, amen, that just just caught his attention, amen. And if again, if I could just say God was doing something, but Noah built an altar, amen, and his faith was on fire for God, and it stopped God in his tracks, and he said, what is that smell that I smell? Amen. It was fresh. It was on fire. Noah's faith was on fire. Can I tell you, amen, here this morning that we need to get our faith on fire for God. Praise God. Amen. There's nothing better than coming to the house of God and lifting your hands and worshiping the King of Kings. Amen. And God stops in his tracks and he says, what is that? Amen. Brother Nick's got his faith on fire. Somebody else has got their faith on fire. Look at them worship in the devastation that's happened to their home. Oh, yeah, yeah, we live in a society today where homes are broken, things are happening, all kinds of things that we don't even need to mention here today. But when you come into the house of God and you just lay it at the feet of Jesus Christ, he says, my word, what is that that I smell? Hey, man, I smell a praise going up in apostolic lighthouse. Hey, 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 God loves your praise. God loves your worship. Hey, I believe here this morning that the waters of baptism are warm and ready. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, get your faith on fire here today. Get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God's going to smell that. He's going to bless you right in the water. My, my, I thought... uh, You know, uh, people get baptized. I knew a brother years ago. He came into the house of God. Uh, You wouldn't recognize him today, but he came in, hair down to the middle of his back, beard down to the front of his belly. And, uh, you know, people just worshiping and loving God like always. Uh, And the preacher preached. And then, uh, uh, you know, as people often do, we observe and we wonder, you know, will they lift their hands? Will they make a break for the altar? Will they do something uh, to ignite their faith in God? Oh, lo and behold, that brother crying, tears flowing down his face, made his way down the aisle. Amen. I'm telling you, it started a spark in the rest of the church. Hey, he come down the altar, prayed, tears flowing down his face, got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, that place went up in smoke. You know why? Because when faith gets on fire, it gets God's attention. How <laughs> can you say praise the Lord? Hey, man, I want my faith to be on fire, don't you? Hey, turn to your neighbor again and say, you got it. Praise the Lord. Amen. We just need to exercise it. Amen. Amen. I, it was years ago now. My children are all grown. I got four children. And uh, my youngest daughter, one time we was getting ready for Sunday morning service. Uh, elder, and uh, we woke up, and for some reason, my daughter's ankles Uh, She was probably four or five years old, swelled all up, black and blue, couldn't walk. We didn't know what was going on. We and uh, and uh, so we just got to. My wife got to calling and talking to people, and then you know, as uh, 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 how do I say this? As negative 
the atmosphere begins to flow, you know. And some said, oh, that sounds like the blood platelets thing where the, uh, the, the platelets are low and the ankles get all swollen. And, and some of you might know what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, all I knew was the Bible said, uh, call for the elders of the church and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. That's all I knew. You, get, you know, sometimes you reach a point in life where I don't know which way to go. I can't go this way. I can't go that way. Amen. But I know one that can take care of this problem. Amen. My faith was on fire. I just wanted to be like Samson and shake myself and say, hey, look, uh, let's just call for the elders of the church. I don't know what else to do, but I know a God that can heal my daughter. Amen. We went to church like normal. Amen. Brother Elder Bagoan came and Brother uh, Elder Robinson came and prayed for my daughter, anointed her with oil, and I'm telling you, God healed my daughter. I don't know what it was, no, but to this day, we didn't take her to the doctor. It just went away. That's the way God works when your faith is on fire. Amen. Every once in a while, you just got to say, hey, I'm just going to give it to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Another time, oh, I was thinking about this one thought too. You know, and the Scripture says, the Scripture says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why it's so important to come to church. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. I love to hear this good pastor preach the word of God. Amen. About toxicity. Amen. Draining all the toxic, toxic sins out of your life. And hey, hey, it's good to hear the men of God preach. Amen. Good to hear the elder preach. Amen. I love preaching. I love preachers. Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And how can they hear? I'm quoting the scripture here. How can they hear without a preacher? You can't hear the word of God. Your faith can't be ignited without the pastor getting up here and preaching the word of God to you. We gotta hear, we must have, we must hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Now look, nobody's gonna make you come. This is this is where that sweet smelling Savior hits the Lord's nostrils. Amen. When you come, God says, Oh my word, what's that smell? That beauty, that Oh, see that. He sees your heart. Amen. So it's important to hear. Can you say praise the Lord? Now, I heard a story one time about a man, elderly man, went to the doctor. And uh, uh, he got the doctors doing his little analysis and diagnosis. And he gives the elderly man some uh, some things to do, He's you know, and so... He says, come back in 30 days and do a follow-up appointment, you know, and then we'll, we'll see how you're doing. Oh, so the elderly gentleman comes back 30 days later. He's got this beautiful, gorgeous girl on his arms, and he comes in all happy and joyful, and he walks in. Oh, and the doctor says, hey, what's going on? Uh, you're all happy and joyful, and you got this beautiful girl hanging on your arms, and and the man says, well, you told me when I left to be, uh, to be cheerful and get a hot mama. He said, I didn't tell you that. I told you, you be careful. You got a heart murmur. Amen. Sometimes, hey, be careful what you're hearing. You got to hear the word of God the right way. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. I'm reminded of another story where uh, 
Now, I don't know, maybe some of you have went to uh, court and had to uh, be in the jury. And I heard another story where, uh, you know, in the jury, sometimes these, sometimes these cases get very boring, you know. And so it's hard to stay awake, you know, I guess, apparently. I've never sat in a hearing, but uh, this is what I've seen and heard. And so this gentleman, uh, uh, the, the jurors are sitting there, but one of the jurors, the gentleman, is falling asleep on the end. And uh, this is a case has something to do with some kind of sexual content. And so uh, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, prosecutor, whoever it is, asked the witness, said, hey, uh, tell us what the man said. And she said, I don't talk like that, you know. He said, well, maybe you can just write it down on a piece of paper. Can you do that for us? I guess I can do that. I'll write it down what the man said. It's so vulgar, you know. And so she writes on this little piece of paper. And the prosecutor goes over to the jury. He says, now read the note. And so they begin to read the note one by one till it got to the end man that was sleeping. And uh, the person next to him, the lady next to him, nudged him like, and give him the note. And uh, the man, <laughs> he folded up the note and put it in his pocket. And they said, hey, hey, give us the note. And he's like, no, I'm not going to give you the note. I, I don't. I, oh, he thought the lady next to him uh, was saying all that stuff. But, uh, hey, sometimes it pays, uh, uh, pays, uh, it, it, it pays to stay awake in church. Amen. You want to hear the right thing, don't you? Praise the Lord. Amen. Revelations chapter 2 and verse 7 said, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. Can you say praise the Lord, somebody? Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I don't want to be in that predicament where I'm sleeping in the house of God. Amen. you got to hear. Praise the Lord. Every word sometimes is critical. Amen. I remember sermons, uh, Pastor Hopper, from years and years ago. One preacher we had, he got up real old preacher. I'm telling you, this guy was a, oh, my word, he was a preaching machine. But he was an older gentleman, and he got up behind the pulpit, and like we often do out there in our carnal ways, we think like, oh, my word, can this guy preach? You know, he looks so old and so feeble. And he gets up there and he says, well, y'all looking at me, wondering if I can preach, and I'm wondering how much preaching you can stand. Amen. And then he said, but I believe you can stand it. Amen. I believe you can stand it here today too. Amen. Because you come here for a purpose and a reason. Amen. You want your faith to be on fire for God. Amen. Every time we come down to this altar, you know what you're doing? Igniting a spark. Somebody else is going to see you pray. You know what they want to do? They want to pray too. Amen. Amen. We had our... uh mortgage burning here not too long ago, and I was uh, uh, so thrilled, amen, and as Pastor Hopper was burning that mortgage paper, and uh, we've seen this before, I, I, you know, of course, I've been at Pentecost for years, so we've seen or heard of a lot of people doing the mortgage burning, but as Pastor Hopper was burning the mortgage paper, 
Amen. And I say this to my brother back there in the corner, Brother Smith. Amen. I watched Brother Smith take a lap around the church. Amen. As he took a lap around the church, I thought, my word, that man's faith is on fire for God. Amen. You know what that made me do, Brother Smith? I wanted to run too. Amen. I didn't want to sit there. I wanted to run. Hey, what an accomplishment for a church to pay off their building. Amen. And all this wonderful property out here. Amen. For future growth and for future faith. Can you say praise the Lord. Nudge your neighbor and say, you got it. Amen. I want my faith to be on fire. Praise God. One other time, amen, I got myself in a predicament and uh, like we always do sometimes, I overcharged my charge cards, you know. Of course, I was working and I, I knew I could make payments, but the pressure was there. You know, the pressure of uh, financial Oh, pressure, you know. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, then people were saying, what are you going to do? And my wife was saying, what are you going to do? And then uh, so on and so forth. And uh, all I need to do is what I've always done, and that's just kneel down and pray and ask God, you know. And I know some of you are thinking, and I've thought it too, like, hey, you got yourself in this mess, now you got to get yourself out of it. And I, I was doing that. I was, I was convinced, like, hey, eventually we'll get there, you know, we'll get there. But uh, I just got down and prayed, and uh, I know that my wife heard me, and I was praying, God, I need $10,000, just like that, amen, just like you talk to your best friend, amen, that's how I was talking to God in my living room, amen, I didn't know where it was going to come from, I didn't have any answers, I didn't have any uh, rich uncles or any uh, rich parents or anything that was going to bail me out, but I knew one, amen, that could take care of the problem, amen, all I had to do was set my faith on fire, get on my knees, amen, and pray. And uh, let me tell you, it wasn't too long, Sister Northrup, amen, there was a knock on the door. A man handed my wife a check for $10,000 to the penny, amen. I'm not exaggerating here to you today, amen. I'm telling you, when you get on fire for God, God will get on fire for you. God will do it for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm reminded of all these stories, and uh, I love, I, I never get sick of hearing the Bible stories. I want to hear about David and Goliath again, amen, because there's something in that portion of Scripture that we're, we missed, one word, maybe two words, amen, that are going to hit us hard, like, look at the faith of that man. Here comes a little boy, if we can imagine, amen, or some, a younger man, uh, maybe a teenager, and uh, everybody else is high hiding in the bush, amen, his brothers, his big brothers are hiding in the bush, but here comes David, and he says, I'll fight that dude, I'm not scared of him, I got a God, amen, that answers all prayer, and David gets out there and slays the giant, amen, never get tired of hearing, amen, never get tired of listening to the word of God, it will set your faith on fire. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, amen, amen. So God will supply all your financial miracles, all your healings, amen, all your troubles, praise the Lord. Uh, scripture in Mark chapter 5, verse 24 through 34, and I will get ready to close this out here, amen. But Mark 5, 24 through 34 
This is a story about the woman with the issue of blood. I believe it's similar. It correlates with God smelling something. It's that faith. <laughs> it's that passion. And uh, I will paraphrase some of it. Uh, I don't know. Can we get all that up there at one time? Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. So here he is surrounded by a multitude of people. I believe the lady knew that. Amen. But she said within herself, Amen. If I could but touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. Hey, there's no question about it. Amen. She, she was convinced if I could just touch his garment, I know I'll be made whole. That's that faith on fire. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Amen. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. Amen. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. Amen. But what is Jesus saying? Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue, something left him. Amen. Amen. That's the kind of God that we serve. Amen. A God, hey, he don't have to call you. He don't have to tell you anything. If your faith is on fire, you will get your answer. Amen. Turn in the press and said, who touched my clothes? You all know the story. And the apostles said, Master, there's throngs of people around you. How is it that you say, who touched you? It's because the Lord senses that faith. Oh, and your faith is on fire. I'm telling you, you can get anything you want from God. Praise the Lord. If you need the Holy Ghost here this morning, I'm telling you, if you just press through this crowd of people, amen, don't be embarrassed, don't be shy. Come lift your hands, uh, come bow your head, amen. Let the tears begin to flow as you repent to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and I'm telling you, God will answer. God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen. She got her touch, her healing, because she left set her faith on fire and there's stories upon stories that we could just talk about faith ah i love talking about faith hey there's people that will try to tear down your fire you know that hey man sister connie i don't know you can we can come here we can pray we can go back to our homes or talk to people on the phone and they say oh that's all right for you but Hey, and all that's happening is the devil, the enemy is trying to tear down your fire. Hey, come on, don't let nobody tear down your fire. Don't let nobody remove your faith in God. Praise the Lord. Don't let nobody talk about your pastor. Praise God. This is the man of God for the house of God. I love the preacher. I love preaching. Amen. I love the former men of God. Amen. God, praise God. Amen. I'm not going to let nobody tear down my altar. You're not tearing down my fire. Don't come kicking my stuff. Amen. Don't kick my pastor. Don't kick the former pastor. Don't kick the saints. Amen. Don't mess with my fire. Amen. This is my fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Get your faith on fire. Praise the Lord. Somebody say amen. Let's stand here this morning. Amen. If you haven't been buried in this precious name of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you there's not a greater experience ever.
Some of you, all you know the story about when Moses uh, told the people, put the blood over the doorway. Amen. And then the death angel will pass you by. You've got to have the blood on the door, though. Can I tell you here, if you're going down in this watery grave in Jesus' name, that you get the blood of Jesus Christ applied to you. Oh, yeah. Amen. What you're, you know what you're doing? Igniting your faith. Amen. I've seen people come in and get baptized, and you know what happens then? The whole family gets baptized after that. You know why? Because it's a spark. Amen. Sometimes all I need to be is a match. I, I don't need to be the big blaze, but if I could just be a spark, amen, that catches the tinder, and the tinder catches the little twigs, and then the twigs catches the logs, and then the next thing you know, you got a massive blaze of fire. Amen. If you could just be a match and run around the church every once in a while, lift your hands and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm telling you, God will move. God will bless you. Amen. If you have a passion for the Lord, will you come here today? Nobody ashamed. Nobody watching. Nobody caring. Don't care who's looking. Amen. God wants to touch us all here today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pray for somebody up here. If you already got the Holy Ghost, you've already been baptized, come up here and pray for somebody else. Oh, God, set my faith on fire here today, God. Yes, yes. Something about the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 